welcome to episode number 75 of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you create a happy home in a smaller space and enjoy your lifestyle with less. My name is Bettina Deda and today I'm here with Lucille Rogers. I met Lucille recently at a networking event and we started a conversation. Very quickly I realized that I felt um, very much connected to her as a person but also to her story. She started a new chapter of her life in 2015 when she went with her family to travel through Europe for a year. Her story resonated very much with me or with my intention to declutter my life in 2017 and to focus on what is really important for me. I'm well underway and believe that it was not a coincidence that I met her at this stage in my life. If you followed this podcast in the past, you will know that last year I decided to, um, only to podcast when I feel passionate about a topic. This is such a topic and I asked Lucille if she would be interested in chatting with me and sharing her story with you. So welcome Lucille, how are you? I'm very well Bettina and thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, not a problem. It's a pleasure. Um, maybe to start... Um, Tell our listeners why you decided to leave everything behind and go on a year-long travel experience. Uh, yeah, great, great place to start. So it had actually been a very long-held dream for my husband and I to spend um, a significant period of time in Europe. He's English. I'm from New Zealand. I've, I've lived in Europe previously. And we very much had a wish to have um, a, a period of time in Europe that was longer than just seeing the Eiffel Tower and Big Ben and visiting Grandma and coming home after four weeks and being exhausted. <laughs> um, and so this this trip was born out of, yes, we wanted to spend time with our European-based family, um, but we previously to going away lived on the North Shore of Sydney in Warunga, um, enjoying you know a really lovely lifestyle there, but we were very aware that we wanted to show our children that the sun didn't rise and set on that lifestyle and that people live very differently. Um, but, but kind of more than that was that we wanted to show our children that we believe that the real riches in life come from people and relationships, um, visiting places and having experiences versus collecting stuff. Um, so this felt like a really great way to shed ourselves of some stuff um but we also in doing that wanted to just cast our hearts right open to the infinite possibilities that a trip like this is going to present um and that meant learning to trust and to let go let go of of outcomes let go of physical possessions um and to surrender ourselves to just what was going to unfold because we chose not to plan um, particularly far in advance. So it was just about letting the whole thing unfold as we went. Yeah, that sounds really exciting. Um, I love the idea of trust and letting go of stuff, um, yeah. like physical but also mental and maybe attachments to thoughts you have and beliefs. That's really interesting. Well, and, and that, that was what was really interesting about the letting go was, of course, it started at a very physical and practical level because we sold our home yeah. and made the decision to store our belongings. And, and actually, we didn't know how long we were going to be gone for. So it very quickly became a decision of knowing that we were paying to store our possessions. So therefore, really, what was actually important to us? And there is nothing more liberating than throwing out close to 40% of your physical belongings 
um, for starting the process of letting go. And as that, as we shed stuff, it just felt lighter and lighter and lighter. And that was before we'd even left. So what was the what were the pieces you actually kept in storage then? Like big furniture? Yeah, there was some big furniture, but we, we did choose to get rid of a lot of stuff that we just felt like, you know what, that's not important, it's not worthy of being kept, that's something that we can replace when we come back. So mm. there was some big furniture, but not but not everything. Um, we obviously, you know, we still have boxes of photos from mm. the days when we all still have photos. Um, our artworks were we kept. Um And, you know, the children, there was certainly not all of the children's things, but some of the children's things that we knew were going to be important for them to come back to. Um, so, yeah, you know, we were really selective. It was, it was the things that were, um, that represented touchstones and milestones in our, in our life together as a family were the things that we, that we kept. Yeah. So the meaningful things, yeah, basically, yeah. but everything else, yeah. Yeah. Let go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, because of course that would have been an, a major expense, you know, having, not yeah. knowing how long. And then so you, yeah, it was good to reduce that to a minimum, which Absolutely. Kind of, um, yeah. yeah. And it was, it was quite emotional the day that, because we um, used a storage system and the, we put everything into those two big storage containers ourselves. And then the truck comes and takes them away. And seeing a truck drive off down the street, yeah. <laughs> your storage containers. And, you know, at that point, you know, that kind of feels like stuff and, And going, wow, that's just such a mixture of emotions for me that those are the things that I deem um, important to us as a family. That, that's our stuff. But there it is. It's going away on a truck. <laughs> and um, that left us pretty much with seven suitcases and the five yeah, of us. I can so much relate to that. We had the, I had the same feeling when we left Germany nine years ago. We had this huge truck coming, unloading the whole house. What, yeah. you know, what we didn't... We, we also sorted out a lot of furniture, but there were still 270 items in this mm -hmm. truck. Mm -hmm. And when he kind of rolled away with our belongings, and I looked back to our house, it was like an empty shell, you know, yeah, nothing. Absolutely. Like it had completely lost its soul. And absolutely. I thought, oh, God. And we were standing there. We only had four suitcases and the two children, you know, like yeah. the little ones. Yeah. And, and I thought, oh, God, you know, I felt so homeless. It was really... Weird, yeah, but I can really relate to that feeling. Anyway, yeah. so yeah. off you went. Off and um, what was the most rewarding thing or event during your time abroad? Oh, oh my goodness. When it comes to events, there were so many. Yeah. Um, the, we were away for 15 months in total, and I, and I find it really hard to pick an, an, an event. Yeah. Uh, but what I can absolutely say was the most rewarding thing and there's irony in this um the most rewarding thing was the being together um and when I say being together I kind of feel like I always have to be really clear with people about the fact that the five of us were together 24 hours a day seven days a week for 15 months mm. and that's unusual family behavior yeah it is yeah. um so, you know, you get the good, the bad, and the ugly with that, right? Because yeah. um, just to frame it up, our daughter was uh, turning 14 while we were away. Um, our eldest son turned um, 12 while we were away, and our youngest son turned 10 while we were away. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've got kids of reasonable age and, and independent thinking and, you know, quite like their personal space. And so there were times that were really tough to be together like that all the time but 
you know, it was in the in the stripping everything back and it just becoming about us. Um, I, the thing that was most rewarding out of that was the simplicity of our lives. Mm. The absolute nothing more than us being together and the adventure that was unfolding and, of course, the seeing and the doing and the eating and the being with people. Yeah. But it was the fact that it was it came from a place of pure simplicity and it came from a place of us just being together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that is what a lot of people resonate with these days, simple, a simpler life. And yeah, because we, I, I've, I just had a conversation with a friend the other day and she also said our lives have become too complicated. Yes. It's all, it's too much. We have, you know, if you have a, like a family with several children, no matter if it's two or three or four or whatever, and then you have the, a big house and you have yeah. a, you have a job or you work for yourself, you know, yourself employed and it's all complicated and everything. And then you have so much stuff you have to look after. You have to look after your house, your garden, your yeah. possessions. And, you know, it's all stressful. And I don't know, I, I hear that from several people now. It's kind of this, everyone needs to get rid of stuff, you know, in order to, yeah, see well, clearly where, where you're going. Definitely um, a reframing experience for us and I'm sure we're going to talk about this some more during the course of our conversation today but it was the essence of the reframing for us that that was the Mm. thing that brought us home changed um and with a commitment to living very differently because so many of those things that I think we had thought well and quite genuinely thought you know and and there's no judgment in this considered important before it has helped us reframe and question and assess what is important to us now the the guts of it is is that it really the time away and the stripping everything back and the quietening down of our lives helped us define what success means for us as opposed to success being defined by us to us by the rest of what everybody else is doing yeah um, exactly. so then you get you can get on with um filtering your choices about what you want to do, what you want to buy, what you want to spend your money, your time, your resources on by a definition of what is successful yeah. by, by our terms and standards as opposed to maybe what we would have thought before. Yeah, and this is, I think, the, the tricky part because even if people are aware that their lives are complicated, they might not know how to simplify them because not everyone can go away 15 months, you know, what you did. I think this is really, you you really walked the talk basically and went away and thought, okay, let's see what's happened. It's also um, courageous, you know, and just selling your house and, okay, see you selling the stuff and then just see what happens. You You didn't know. No, what we didn't know. My husband left his job. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have anything um, in particular lined up for him to return to. Yeah. Uh, my business um, is location independent and provides a residual income that shows up every week. So we were certainly, um, you know, we had, we had some income coming in. Um, but equally, um, yeah, we jumped off the cliff and yeah. um, just chose to see what it was going to feel like to fly. Yeah, that is... I think that's the tricky part for most people because they don't do that step. They kind of stay where they are in their environment and try to simplify their lives there, which is can be more complicated because you, yeah, you know, you. What do you do if you're in a big house and you know in a family and you all of a sudden feel, oh no, I actually want 
<laughs> not to live anymore in that house or something. It's it's, it's really hard because there's, if, if not everyone is on the sa in the same boat with you, then it could be a bit complicated. Well, and you know what's been really interesting about that and coming back because we do have three children and, um, you know, we've made conscious choices about their education and, um, and activities they participate in. So, you know, it's not like we've come back and, and um, nobody's doing anything or anything. But, but what, what is really true and important for us now is what we say yes to. And I find that I am far more comfortable with saying no. Yeah. Um, and where I might have quite run myself in circles in the past and um, I'm a really – I'm a really social human being. I'm, you know, connection and um, gathering people and networking is really central to who I am. Um, but I have learned out of this experience, out of the time that we spent away, out of the time I spent with myself while we were away because I wasn't so defined by my role. Of course, I was still a mother, but not in the context of mothering children at school and in the community and with their events and everything. So I had far more time with myself in that time that we were away mm. um, and that that and knowing what is true for me and knowing what, and this is what is so central to what I'm about now, what freedom feels like for me because it's not just about getting on an airplane and flying away. It's about an, an internalization of what freedom feels for me guides my ability to make choices every day. So my, I'm far more comfortable with saying no. So the, the living more simply today, yes, we still have a home and we still have possessions around us. Um, I am absolutely more, um, more uh, considered in, in the choosing of those things, but I am also really, really conscious about what I say yes to um, in terms of my commitment and our family's commitments to things. So simplicity shows up in lots of different ways, not just on a practical resources, you, you know, like yeah, physical yeah, possessions yeah, yeah, point of view. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, I think it's important as well, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So um, moving on to the next question, what did you miss in this time? Do you know, that's just – I, I, I found that question really interesting to think about uh, my immediately the kids missed kids yeah. when, you, when you take your children away from their you know really happy joyful lives filled with with great friends yeah the children the children missed other children they spent the best part of that 15 months minus the odd handful of days here than here and there with various friends and cousins and things they spent that time with adults they spent it with us and they spent it with other adults. And so our children missed other children. Um, I, there is nothing, there is no physical possession that I missed. There is, you know, nothing about our lifestyle that I missed. Um, but what but what Paul and I both very much missed was personal space. <laughs> um, you know, when you're, when you're living in um, much smaller um, accommodation and, and, you know, um, places um, and you're in a, a station wagon in a car with five kids, what you know, three kids. Are you um, sorry, that's my um, <laughs> my phone talking to me for some reason. Um, <laughs> when you're travelling in a car together the whole time, personal space comes at a premium. Um, I slept in a bed with my daughter more than I slept in a bed with my husband for the most of the year just because of the way that just worked out a lot yeah. of the time. Um, so, yeah, personal space was definitely mm. something that um, we all missed. Yeah, I could. That is something I can relate to. I think that would have would be a major problem for me or issue for me as well. Being yeah, yeah I love yeah. to be on my by yeah. myself and have my 
time for myself, yeah. But on well, the other hand... Our car, our car was never so clean. My husband would go and have our car washed <laughs> everywhere just <laughs> because it means he would go off by himself <laughs> and have the car washed, you know? Anything, yeah, yeah. Just to have some time out. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's um, it's interesting. But, I mean, you're still living happily together, you know? You didn't come out um, at the other end like... Yeah. Like um, hating each other or something. So it's um, this is still a good. Um, I think the the advantages were then um, more important than absolutely. the stuff you missed. Yeah, of course, so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and so how and now coming back um, when you came back to um, Sydney, how was that? How how did you feel about this experience? That this experience changed you or yeah absolutely it? it did and somewhere in our wisdom before we went away we knew that returning to um our home and our neighborhood and all of those things probably just wasn't going to feel right and so we had made the decision to sell our home before we went away and um that that was just such a wise thing to do because um we have made a move to the central coast of new south wales um so we've been living a far more coastal lifestyle since we returned um we were very clear about wanting a little bit more space, physical space, and we do now live on a couple of acres um, and we're five minutes to the beach. So there are some very practical things about what's different for us now in terms of our lifestyle um, that that is awesome. And also, you know, being away from Sydney in a big city means that there is actually just a slower pace of life. There's no, there's far less traffic issues. You know, everything's in much closer proximity. So I feel like we've gained time. So there's some really practical things like that. But, you know, they do say that you have to leave home to find yourself. And as cheesy as that sounds, I tell you, it is the absolute truth. Um, uh, You know, I think I said a few minutes ago, for me personally, it was stripping away all the stuff. So the physical stuff and the noise of, and when I say noise, just, you know, just what life is when you have three kids and just taking all that away facilitated me being coming extremely quiet and and in that quiet you find yourself again and uh, I can really say that in this full circle of going away and getting really quiet and getting really um close to myself again that I don't ever want to leave myself again Um, and it was a really interesting place to return to because there's a there's a stillness and a beauty and a soul in all of us and I can look back now and see how divorced I was from myself and um I don't ever want to be there again Mm, mm. um so having experienced that and um and what I now call a really intimate relationship with what freedom means for me um I consciously seek that feeling every day. I look to do something um, to make sure I stay connected to how I want to feel every day. So that that would be the most significant change mm. for me. Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, so, you know, yeah. like I said before, once, you're, once you're awake, you're awake, you know, yeah, and, exactly, and this yeah. was my awakening. And yeah. um, so that becomes the central thing going forward and then just keeping that conversation alive with our kids so that they learn to tune into themselves and um, then be led by how they want to feel. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's um, that's interesting. I hope um, the listeners can take away something from that. I find that really um, what you just said about um, going full circle and finding yourself, and um, but that that only works when you basically leave your your used environment, your usual environment where you, yeah. this is why it's so hard. What would we talked about before? If people want to simplify their life, but stay where they are yeah. surrounded by all that stuff in a big house or wherever they are, it's in, in the same environment. This is really hard. And I think that's, um, it's an important step to be, have the courage and say, I'll step out of that environment and see what happens if I go to another environment, you know? Absolutely. Well, yeah. we all know what it's like to take a holiday, right? So you go away and whether it's a week or it's a month or, you know, whatever it is, we go away on holidays because we so relish a change of scene because a change yeah. of scene provokes an opportunity to let things go, think differently, enjoy a different rhythm, you know, all of those things. And this, of course, there was an element that this was about – being on, it was you know my husband's really adamant about the fact that we weren't on holiday and you can't escape the fact that to a degree of course we were on a holiday except that it wasn't a holiday because you're living right it's yeah, not yeah. just um, you are living um, you were living abroad you were not on yeah, holiday in yeah, that sense yeah. because yeah that's yeah, right we were, that's we were based diff- in Portugal and we were living abroad and yeah. we and we travelled from there but um, you, you do you know we all know what it feels like to go on holiday and we come up with whether we want to call them resolutions or we come up with new ideas about how we want to do things in our lives um, it takes shifting things and changing things and mm. being in a different environment so often mm. to um, give us the inspiration to open ourselves yeah. to the inspiration to move forward in a different way mm. yeah that's right so um, you mentioned your business shortly, yeah. quickly in the middle. Um, so what did that mean for your business? And um, I know you have a, a business where you sell products, but you yeah. also have now a consulting yeah, business. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the beauty of my business, I have, um, I have a partnership with um, a network marketing business in the wellness space, a company called USANA Health Sciences. Um, and absolutely, there are products there, but they are very much my business partner as well. So the beauty of that business platform is that it gives me um, a location-independent income, so I can be anywhere. I don't have to show up to a place at a time to earn my income. Um, and because, of course, I work with a team which um, today is in Australia, in the UK, in Holland, in China, and in Korea, um, that uh, you know, the work itself is not entirely up to me to do. I, mm. I work with a team, um, and I have a residual income. So. For what happened to my business while I was away, I was able to remain connected to my business. My business continued to to do what it does. Um, But the more significant thing is the time away just absolutely clarified for me what I wanted to do when I came home with that platform. Mm. Um, And that, to your point now, from a consulting and a coaching point of view, is very much about um, wanting to work particularly with women um I just feel that that's that I I resonate in that space and I feel like I I have a story and I can support women um in getting clear about what freedom means for them um and and that is simply because I believe you know the more of us that are tuned into what makes us feel good the world needs more of us feeling good as simple as that sounds I just Mm. feel that the world needs more of us doing more of what lights us up and makes us feel 
juiced and big and expanded and um, and I'm really passionate about wanting to have that conversation, so sparking conversations with women about getting to the bottom of what makes them feel good and what freedom means for them and then encouraging them to go do more of that every day. Um, and then, of course, from a, from a business point of view, being able to provide solutions for people to tap into a platform that is all about more uh, time freedom, more financial freedom, and with that, I believe, comes more emotional freedom. Mm, yeah. So um, that answered the next question, what you are passionate about. So we said yeah. that already, but um, where can people find you online if they're interested in reading your story or checking out what you have to offer? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm at Lucille Rogers Life. Dot com. Um, Lucille is spelled L-U-C-I-L-L-E-R-O-G-E-R-S-L-I-F-E.com. So LucilleRogersLife.com. Um, on Facebook, I'm at Facebook.com forward slash Conversations About Freedom. And on Instagram, I'm at Lucille underscore Rogers. Cool. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you... <laughs> Would love to. Well, listen, I guess just in closing, I did make a couple of notes here and um, I just want to say let's all live with more intention. Yeah. Let's live awake. Let's live with more gratitude and let's live with less. Fantastic. This is a beautiful finishing statement. <laughs> um, so you can still stay online while I finish off the show. Sure. So thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your story my absolute pleasure thank you so much for having me Bettina yeah all right so to wrap up this podcast um, if you find this podcast valuable please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes this would be much appreciated and uh, will help promote the show um, please visit um, downsizewithstyle.com this is my uh, website where you find lots of tips and resources around downsizing and living with less so the uh, URL is www.downsizewithstyle.com. There you will also find my new um, online course, which will help you overcome procrastination, stop feeling overwhelmed, sort out all your clutter and stuff, and stay organized while downsizing. It will also provide you with a framework to transform your creative ideas into practical solutions. There is a whole new module with brand new content, content about how to make a mood board, for example. What's great about this course is that you can do it at your own pace, when and where you like, and revisit each module as often as you like. The best part is that you will reduce stress and save time and money at the same time. So if you are planning to downsize in the near future, get ready today and sign up. You will find the course at www.downsizewithstyle.com. This brings me to the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening and until next time. Bye. Bye.